Welcome to another edition of Art Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'll be joined today by my co-host, Aaron. We're interviewing talented actor Gay Storm. To learn more about Gay Storm, visit hatboxwilltravel.com. We're also interviewing talented composer Faranak Shiruzi. Please stick around till the very end of the podcast. You're going to hear a, a piece of music that was just composed by Faranak Shiruzi beautiful piano music so you definitely want to stick around and hear that all other music that you hear on our show is provided by stream beats so after this announcement there's going to be a quick sponsor message you're going to hear a clip of gay storms one woman show so when you hear dialogue after the sponsor message that's gay storms one woman show right after that you'll hear our interview and then again piano music so this is a great show today please stick around we really want to thank the people that have asked to be on the show and also our new followers, thank you very much. We'll be right back. Gay Storm, an established actress and founder of HatboxWillTravel.com, where I can be seen as several iconic American women. Today, it is my pleasure to portray Lady Bird Johnson. Yes, Mrs. Nixon, have I seen Jackie Kennedy in a pair of jeans? I recall when Jackie was curious about what might be found in storage, so she put on an old pair of jeans and a vintage sweater and prowled around those dusty old storage rooms. Can you imagine? Oh, she was so sorry not to really find any of history in the house, really nothing before 1902. But she did find one treasure a Belanger table from the fabled James Monroe French collection. She found it stuffed in a corner, covered in dust and sprayed with gladiator paint. What did happen to the rest of it? That's a very good question. I know the answer to that. Give me a smidge. Welcome to another edition of Art Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm here with my co-host, Aaron. How you doing, Aaron? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm okay. Where are you? I am in Orange County. <laughs> down by, I'm down by Newport Beach, and it's absolutely gorgeous here. Aaron's, uh, Aaron's helping her mom with something today, so she's not here with me, but uh, and I was running late today because I was, uh, I thought I'm going to run out and grab a couple of things, you know, just at, at the store and uh, come right back. And on the way back in, there was a uh, guy playing a uh, Spanish guitar 
really, wow. really pretty music. And he had his wife and his little girls there. And so I just, wow. so I stopped and videotaped it. And I said, can I share this online? And he said, yes. And I said, what's your name? And he said, Mario, like that. But I, he didn't want to give me a last name, but but I'll, I'll, I'll post it somewhere. I might even incorporate it into a podcast. But yeah, the guy is very, very talented. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so. Um, so Creativity all over the world. Oh, yeah. So uh, today we're talking to, we have two guests today. We have Gay Storm, who's an actor. And we also have, we're revisiting with Farinak Shiruzi. She's the, uh, remember the composer we talked to in the past? Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yes, so right. we, sh- we should have both of them on the line. Are you guys with us? Yes. Yes, we are. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so before we get, st- go ahead, Erin. No, I was just so saying ha- happy to see here, everybody. Yeah. So before we get started, um, uh, Gay Storm is an actor that I have known for, I'm not saying how long I've known her. Um, <laughs> I have known her for a long time. And so, uh, and I wanted to say that every single time I have ever seen Gay Storm, and I'm not kidding, 100% of the time I have ever encountered Gay Storm, she had the biggest smile on her face. <laughs> She's the uh-huh. she's the nicest person on the planet. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so so that's my that's what I know about Gay Storm and and uh, Farinak Shiruzi is an, a talented composer that we had on the show in the past. And um, stick around, everybody. I, I mentioned this earlier, but um, stick around to the end of the podcast and listen to Farinak's recent track because it's it's really uh, pretty music. Um, Absolutely. And how are you doing, Farinak? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me again. So you guys yeah. were talking. You guys were talking earlier, and I heard I, I was doing some technical stuff, but it sounded like uh, gay. You mm-hmm. said you at one time had lived in Iran. Is that right? That's right. Wow, I, I did. I did not know that, and I I, I would have not have, have thought that. But uh, how did how old were you at that time? I was four years old, and. Uh, oh. It was an experience that I actually do recall some of. My dad was a professor at USC for many years, and he uh, was a public administration, political science was his field. And he took a sabbatical, and in the middle of that sabbatical, he also taught his specialty at the University of Tehran. And so that is the occasion upon which we were all living there for about a year and a half. Wow, that's interesting. And then Farinak, you're from... That's amazing. uh, Farinak, Mm -hmm. you're you're Persian, correct? You're from... Yes, I am. I am. I was there until the revolution, Uh and, and we... And after the war, we we lived in Abadan, south part of Iran. Mm -hmm. And when the war broke out, we had to, we fled uh, Abadan and I lost my home and everything. We moved to Tehran. I was there for uh, three years and then we moved to America. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I remember now that you were talking to us in the past about your, your history and it was really, really something to listen to. But um, so- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I, th- I think, I mean, all of us have interesting history, but but yours mm-hmm. is uh, very different than mine and very different than Aaron's, you know, so Aaron's, Aaron grew up in Hollywood. So uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that, let me tell you something, that's a lot more dangerous than Iran. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, don't make fun of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've, you've told me some stories you've told me some stories you know but yeah but there, uh, there. so i have a few stories eh? yeah <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, talk loud okay um and gay oh, and gay where where do you what part of the country are you living in gay i'm in orange county i'm in okay. huntington beach oh are you okay oh my god <laughs> I, yeah all right i i was looking for generalizations but okay huntington beach <laughs> uh, i'm in newport beach right now you're in newport beach okay good and I'm in, uh, we're all in Orange County, except for uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah, I'm near San Francisco. 
Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. How is it up there? Is it hot? Oh, uh, well, yesterday was really hot. Today it's a little bit uh, cooler. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. it's good. It's yeah. beautiful. California is gorgeous. We got we got the best weather. Uh, Gay, I wanted to ask you um, because you're you're an actor, and I mean, obviously, I I was in theater with you and all that kind of mm -hmm. thing. But what was your uh, what was your very uh, what's your earliest memory of uh, performing? In other words, where you got someone. Mm. You got someone's attention and they said, oh, you should be an actor or something like that. Wow. Uh, well, the earliest memories of my life are in Iran, which is, oh. but that has nothing to do with um, my, my acting career. I always was an extrovert, Dan. I know that comes as a complete shock to you, but. Um, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You know, I, I think you, I just had a very outgoing personality from the beginning and got lots of um, attention that way, loved it. People laughed at my jokes and liked my, my, you know, vibe. And I had the lead in the ninth grade musical at my junior high school, How to Succeed in Business Without oh. Really Trying. I played wow. Rosemary Pinkington. Oh, wow. And um, I never looked back after that yeah you you uh for obviously this is an audio podcast so uh, it's not video but um just to give people a visualization if you if you think about um uh, you know you've seen the show where the 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 woman has the sparkly top hat and she has the cane and she's wearing like a mini tuxedo and she's got that dancer pose going you know what i'm talking about <laughs> okay if you want somebody yeah. to do that you get gay storm <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you dad well you you Liza Minnelli but what, yeah exactly but when she comes out on stage you know the um <laughs> the thing about musicals is the director always says you have to sell the show you have to sell the show and Gay Storm is selling the show from the minute she steps on stage oh. to the minute she leaves stage. She's got like this energy about her that's really something. And and so wow. uh, Gay did you uh, uh I know you have a one woman show and yes. you've been at that for quite some time and it has a, a patriotic uh, side to it, I think. Yes. So can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, I'd love to. Thanks so much for the opportunity, you guys. Uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to talk about hatboxwilltravel.com, which Hat, is the okay. name of- let me, let me make sure everybody hears that. Hatbox, H-A-T-B-O-X. Yes. Hatboxwilltravel.com, okay. Hatboxwilltravel.com. Exactly. Right. And I don't know if any of you are old enough to remember the old Paladin show, How oh, yeah. Done Will Travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's sort of yeah. where I, I uh, went with Hatbox Will Travel. Okay. And right. that was born from um, not getting work after the writer's strike back in oh. 2008. Wow. You oh, know, wow. Uh, everything changed. That's when reality television came in. Oh, that's right. And... Uh, having been seeded, in my opinion, by the OJ trial, but that's just a whole other conversation. Oh, I can also, I can also tell you an OJ trial story related to acting, but we'll get, we'll do that later, but go ahead, go ahead. So 2008, and I was, I had a career, I was doing television, I was doing movies of the week, I had national commercials, you know, things were going along just fine, and then all of a sudden the writer's strike hit, and uh, I wasn't getting any work, and I noticed, for example, that 
Helen Mirren was doing L'Oreal commercials. And I wow. thought, oh, this isn't good. Wow. Because I'd been doing L'Oreal commercials. Uh-oh. Yeah. So I thought, uh-oh, this is, there's something very wrong here. And yeah. indeed, I was up against uh, Marion Ross for a, a small part on Gilmore Girls. Really? And I thought, what the that heck is Marion Ross? Yeah. What was that? Aaron, Aaron was on the... Aaron was on the crew. She's, she's, I'm, I'm, I don't mean to interrupt Aaron, but she was on the crew of uh, Gilmore Girls for what, six years, Aaron? Five years, yeah. Five years. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Well, then I ended up doing a, a I worked on that show. But yeah. wow. anyway, point being, I'm thinking, what is Marion Ross auditioning for this role for? Because she had that whole series, you know? Mm -hmm, yeah. Uh, happy days. And so um, that's when I realized that that I was in trouble and I thought, well, let me recreate here. And you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting the things that, uh, that throw us out of a job, you know, because mm. I, I, um, you mentioned um, OJ Simpson. So I was working on a, a TV show called Frogman. I was really happy because I got cast in this show. So we're all sitting on the set of this show. And the premise of the show was that these guys were policemen, but they were frogmen. They would they were divers or something. Mm -hmm. and, and what was weird about it was the star of the show was O.J. Simpson. And so ah. so we're all sitting on we're sitting in a little circle and we're on director's chairs and we're all talking. So the people are asking O.J. Simpson about sports and bless you, Aaron. I heard you sneeze. Um, Thank you. They're they're asking him about sports and all this stuff. And we're just talking. And, and I think I said something like, you know, yeah, I'll never forget that commercial where you run through the airport and jump over suitcases or whatever it was, you know. And the next day, the whole thing went south because he and this is uh. the this is the crazy part. I my dad always gave me a pocket knife. He gave me a little pocket knife and I would always take it in someplace and get it sharpened and they always sharpen it for you for free, you know. And um so there was a knife shop right by the uh, set. And I, so I go into this place to get my knife sharpened. And OJ Simpson is walking out of there. And I got oh, my, wow. I, didn't, I didn't think anything, I didn't think anything about it. And all, all I thought was, uh, you know, oh, that I was working on a show with him. And then this whole big trial thing happened. And I didn't really put it together for the longest time. I was sitting there one time and I was, oh my God, I was, I was bummed about, you know, the show and everything. Yep. And then I thought to myself, wait a minute, I, w I saw him in the knife store and then this whole thing about the knife. But by, but by, the, by the time I put it together, I it was too late. I, I mean, I, I, it wasn't like I was going to call anybody and go, hey, guess what? I have more, right. you know. But, oh my gosh. Oh my, oh my God. God. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. But once they make a decision, you know, they can't go back and go, wait a minute, we found another yeah. witness. Right. Was, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. Oh, so. it could have been a whole different trial, Dan. Oh, well, had you only spoken up. I know. I don't even know if I should be. I don't even know if I should be talking about it now. Okay. But 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 of course the no no I mean I I literally didn't think of it. I mean I just it didn't because you right. know you're, you're busy you're working you're doing all this stuff. There's this trial mm -hmm. on TV and wow. I wasn't I wasn't glued to it like a lot of other people were. I watched it every now and then, but to be honest with you, it was kind of, kind of depressing. And you know what I mean? Uh, the whole yeah. subject, the whole yeah. subject was very dark and I'm not a reality TV person. I can't handle the, you know, all the, all the nonsense that goes on with like the Kardashians and all that. I don't, I don't know. Oh, any, I don't know anything about any of that stuff. So, so there's certain things I just don't, don't uh, want to watch or yeah. listen to a lot mm -hmm. of. And so again, I, it, it wasn't until much later that I think I saw a documentary or something and then it hit me and I went, wait a minute. I remember sitting there with him and it all kind of 
came back to me, you know, oh, but, right. wow. um, but anyway, but that's again. And, and the other time I got knocked out of acting work was back when I knew uh, gay, I had a, a really good agent. He was sending me out on auditions and I was auditioning for Robert Rodriguez and Ruben Cannon and all these people. Mm. And uh, I was getting callbacks. I was on my third callback for a film that uh, Robert Rodriguez was directing and the um, agent got arrested. And, and I got a letter from the Burbank Police Department saying, you can't follow up on anything having to do with this agent, meaning the third callback, I was told by the police, I couldn't go to it. So, wow. so again, the things that knock us out of work in Hollywood oh are, are insane, you know, but gay, uh, so gay, your, your show, is that still, still going on or? Yes. Yes. So, okay. um, I, I decided to reinvent myself, go back to theater. I was, uh, very active with the daughters of the American revolution at the time, which is, um, a um, patriotic women's organization that has to do with being able to, you, 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 the conceit of it being that you have to prove that you are linearly related to someone who fought in the Re uh, Revolutionary War. So yep. I, I'm a member of that group. So wow. um, I have a, a very big interest in history. Uh -huh. And I visited Washington, D.C., where the DAR building is right next to the Red Cross building. And I began to envision the women that would walk between these two buildings. A lot of the DAR women, uh, like Clara Barton, who eventually mm. brought the Red Cross to America, and like uh, Susan B. Anthony, they were DAR. And they were also very much interested in uh, very much working with the Red Cross, as most women did at that time. So um, I thought, I wonder what this, you know, I wonder what Clara Barton was like. Hmm. And I just wrote her. I just wrote a, a 45 minute like thing on Clara Barton. And actually, at the end of this month, I am I am performing at their fundraiser. Oh, wow. Wow. So you're so you're writing your you're doing everything yourself. You're I write it. I produce it. I costume it. I prop it. Wow. At box will travel. That's it. Well, that's, <laughs> so you're oh, you're a multi-talented person. Um, that's a so lot. At of... this point, I have six characters. I do Dolly or excuse me, uh, Clara Barton was my first. And then I also do Mary Todd Lincoln, uh, Lady wow. Bird Johnson, Dolly Madison, um, wow. Edith Galt Wilson, who was Woodrow Wilson's second wife and who some believe were the first woman was the first woman president when he suffered a, a uh, debilitating stroke toward the end of his second term. And uh, then I also do uh, the Statue of Liberty. She's my only monument. Right. That's the one that I saw. Wow. Yeah, Statue of Liberty. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, I, I have a lot of respect for, for what you're doing only because I don't think people understand how much work goes into it. It's a lot. A lot it's a lot. Thank of you, work. Dan. It's a lot. Yeah. Of work. I mean, my, our friend Aaron and I have a friend who is a lot of times when you see a gorilla uh, in a movie, you know, like in uh, Aaron, what was that film? Trading Places, oh. I think he was in Trading Places and he was in some other. Oh, Don McLeod. Don McLeod. Right. Yeah, I, exactly. I, but yeah. he does. He does uh, animatronic, the gorilla, the main one that's always done all the major um, animatronics for gorillas and, and some other animals. Yeah, he's he's oh. amazing. I mean, so when you see Trading Places and you see the scene where um, the gorilla guy. It's that, like a jail scene or what's something. What's his name? The guy that was a senator, comedian, actor, and um, oh, um, Al Franken. Al Franken. Yes. Okay, so it's a gorilla scene with Al Fr My senior moments are really coming out right now. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a gorilla. You're only 29 and a half. 
that's my fault. You know, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of serious <laughs> editing on this show. No, it's uh, it's the scene where where you know the gorilla and and Al Franken and his Al Franken's coworker they're all sitting there. They're like baggage handlers or something. And um and it's a hilarious scene. And Don is the gorilla in the scene. And then later. They put a guy in a cage with them. You know, the whole thing is really funny if you remember the movie, but it was, and I, and I hope I'm saying even the right title. I'm pretty sure it was Trading Places. But yeah, um, yeah it's the one where Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy and all those guys. Right. The, and then a couple other really big films, but but that's a, he's inside a suit. And yeah, it's a, it, mm-hmm. I think part of it is mechanical. And, um, but the rest is just him and his posture and all this stuff. He also does some um, living statues. So mm-hmm. if you see, Don McLeod is probably the best known for this, but if you see a living statue of, and it looks like it's made of ceramic or something and it's a you know, mm-hmm, yeah. famous historical figure that's Don McLeod you know he does those things so very cool really impressive so um and gay so then all of your show schedules and all that type of thing it's all on the website yes okay. uh I try and keep up with it and of course last year with the pandemic you know live performances oh, were yeah. you know so wow. I had 10 I you know worked all I worked a lot I I my shows got seen it by um, um, all sorts of like uh, uh, historical groups, uh, libraries, um, museums, uh, right. yeah. you know, retirement communities, all sorts of all sorts of places. And then all of a sudden, you know, my last show was uh, before the pandemic was in March of last year. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the people that had it tough was if you had a show like uh, you're doing stand up or, uh, you know, because, yeah. you know, I mean, everybody that had a nine to five, they're like, oh, it looks like I'm going on unemployment. And all these people that were doing, you know, shows that were they were self self-employed, I guess, you know, they um, had a much tougher yeah. time. But, um, but that's really something. Well, it looks like things are going to change. People are getting uh, vaccinated and um, venues are starting to open up. Matter of fact, I think that new film, um, the one where the monsters are in it and they have to stay quiet and all that, I forget the name of it. But uh, there's a new film that just came out and somebody said to me, this is only in theaters. It's the first one, you know, so yeah, um, yeah, it's called A Quiet Place, I think is the name of the movie, you know, mm. but um, uh, yeah, so and then the Faranak also, um, as far as your composing and performing, mm-hmm. what's going on with you currently right now? Oh, uh, well, a lot is happening. Well, first thing I want to talk about is that my next single is coming out. This is what we're going to listen to today. Uh, On June 17th, uh, on all digital radios, and it's called My Way, Frank Sinatra's My Way, but I played it my way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just solo piano. There's nothing else around it. It's just me and the piano, and I'm I'm playing it in a in a style called Bel Bel Cante. It's uh yeah, it's like a singing style of playing the piano. Well, I have to say, if anybody if anybody is feeling stressed in any way. Mm -hmm. Listen, mm-hmm. to, listen to Farinac's music because you will be calm very quickly. So thank you so much. Thank really. you. So mm-hmm. so this thing will come out as a video and audio and it got picked up by all the, uh, you know, DSPs uh, worldwide. So we'll see. I'm just excited yeah, about it. It is. That's exciting. Um, you know, this. I, I'm amazed how fast time goes by. It, it, it's like I, I just got my time warning and I'm like, really? Already? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, but I, I'm glad I got to uh, talk mm-hmm. to both of you guys today. And, and uh, so, Gay, we're going to be looking forward to, or you, you have the ability to post uh, your shows, like videos of your shows um, online? I, I do, but 
it takes every ounce of brain power oh, oh. I have. It's, it's not my jam, you know, I, but I'm learning. Because yeah. that's then what I did. I got them all videoed this year. But I mean, uh, uh, what about, uh, I mean, I'm talking, even if somebody just, if, you know, if you said to somebody on a nice iPhone, hey, can you do me a favor and just, you know, videotape the show, but, uh, or a portion of it or something, because I think it'd be good to get more of your content online, you know, so people can see it. That's, that's my goal for, yeah. you know, the summer is to get, because I have all, I taped, I recorded all the shows and I've done promo clips on all the shows and it's just a question of my technical skills lacking yeah. so I'm going to hire a millennial oh there you go <laughs> oh, the 12 yeah. year old next door is booked once you're online you'll be competing with Hamilton oh, <laughs> there you go there you go you know I've actually never seen that show Hamilton I've never me seen either it. no I've never seen I it. worked I worked on it. you did yeah I didn't know that huh. yeah huh. I was on the crew I was on the crew are we married <laughs> And <laughs> you knew it. I was working. I worked on Hamilton over Seagram's in. Uh... I don't remember that. That's weird. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, Another like, senior moment, Dan. No, you know what it is with Erin? It's like she comes home after 18 hours and I'm like, what'd you work on today? Um, everybody loves Raymond. Oh, okay. Next day. What'd you work on today? Uh, you know, um, Spider-Man, you know, so she just, <laughs> she would just rattle off these and I'm like, Spider-Man. And she goes, yeah. And I'm with Willem Dafoe. And I'm like, really? <laughs> you know, so, so she works on some pretty big stuff, but uh, well, listen, we, we have to cut it off, unfortunately, because of time, but I really appreciate both of you guys being here and, sure. and fair enough. Do you have any final words for our listeners? Yeah. I just want everybody to go into my uh, Spotify or Pandora or anything and listen to my music it's Farron Nash Jeruzi uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put a link again on oh the, great on the fantastic that's yeah. it so anybody listening to the podcast you just click the link it'll go right to our content and then uh, Gay Storm do you have any final words for our listeners stay safe everybody and thank you uh, you guys for having me here if you are in Orange County Aaron you and I should have coffee yeah she's, absolutely she's, I totally agree she's been vaccinated yeah, so she's good so have I, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well listen everybody uh, Gay Storm is one of the nice people on the planet so please support her show <laughs> and Farinax Sharuzi makes beautiful uh, composes beautiful piano music so definitely listen to that Aaron, my co-host. What can I say about my co-host? Let's see. Um, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, Dan, I want to say something else, too. Oh, wow. She interrupted. Yeah, it's Saturday. Saved by Paranek. Well, I'm coming down to L.A. this by the end of the month, and I'm meeting Il Devo people. Oh. So there's a possibility that I work with them. Well, nice. That'd be awesome. Yes. Wonderful. Oh. Yeah, that would be, uh, yeah. you, def- you definitely are going to be published if that happens, so. Yeah, I know, and and I would love to see you guys, hopefully. Oh, that'd be great. Okay, yeah, we've yeah. got, uh, that would be we have the, we have portable podcasting stuff, but we can't use it until we feel, you know, that it's, uh, I mean, I guess we could with masks and everything, mm-hmm. but we haven't been going to art galleries or shows or anything, because, mm-hmm. so that's going to change, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because yeah. the, the original idea was to be out talking to people in public, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, uh, I see. I used to do- no, I'm not doing a show with them. I'm just meeting them for the first time. Oh, no, I understand that. I'm mm-hmm. saying, uh, I was just saying that the idea, original idea of my show was, uh-huh. it was to go out and talk to people in person. And yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so it, because of the pandemic, we had to do it the way that we're doing it now. But I have everything. Oh. 
so that if you do come to town, we would be mm -hmm. able to then go somewhere and sit down with you and do an in-person thing, you know? Oh, fantastic. I would yeah. love that. Yeah, I have the equipment to do that. I'm just saying we haven't been using it uh -huh. because of the pandemic, you know? Oh, but, okay. Um, yeah, but um, all right, you guys. Well, I really appreciate it. Once again, this is Art Talk Podcast. Our dedicated website is artworkpodcast.com. We're on Apple, iHeartRadio, we're on Anchor, we're on Google Podcast, whatever your platform is, we're there. And uh, you can go to Google and just type in Art Talk Podcast, Dan Twyman, my name, and you'll see a whole bunch of choices. So thank you again. And that's all for today. Until next time, we'll, uh, and Aaron, you didn't get final words, did you? Yeah, just keep the artistic flow going. Keep the artistic keep flow going. Okay. I Amen. Will. I, I Amen. Mean, all of us will. We have no choice. We're artists. Yeah. Um, so, okay. All right, go. you guys. Until next time, we'll see you later. Okay. Bye.